It's in that area where the consensus is most people will watch it. It's going to easily play out for the next decade. Yeah, and definitely. beyond that, definitely. I feel yeah. like it's moving kind of slow, but each individual chapter is really good. Casual otaku. All right, for the third time. <laughs> Man, we haven't done that since like episode one. Not even episode one, like the fucking beta episodes. Jesus. I still got one of those, I think. I still got two of those. I probably do it too. This is casual otaku, episode 10. That's right. Oh, yeah. This is the post Thanksgiving special. Did, did you have a good Thanksgiving, man? It was straight. I ain't really, really do too much. It was good, though. So you're just going to answer that like I didn't ask you like two times before? I mean, yeah. <laughs> got to be professional. I like that shit. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of topics to get into, yeah. surprisingly. But we're going to record all of this in like 15 minutes. <laughs> so over the Thanksgiving, you know, holiday. Yeah. Episode 1000 of One Piece drop. That wasn't over Thanksgiving, right? That was like last week. It was week. last week, yeah. 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 Same vicinity. It was right. Yeah, so... Did you watch it? I did. Was there anything? You know, you know me. I'm like 60 episodes behind. <laughs> I don't, you know. I want to, it was, it was good. How was it? It was good. They really? did what well, the intro was the very first intro. But now that I did yeah, see. Yeah, but what they character models now, like how they look now. Yeah, and they had the entire Straw Hats roster. Yeah, it was, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, Throughout the episode, you could tell that it was. They really wanted to kind of hype up the Straw Hats. Like it mm-hmm. was, it was focused on the Straw Hats. It had it had instances where, of course, they still got to progress the story, but it was mainly focused on all the Straw Hats and them finally clicking back up since they um, started the attack at um what's the name of the fucking island? The Kaido at? Oh oh well, fuck uh. Since they started attacking Kaido, Shiganshina. Yeah, they. <laughs> wait, wait, no, <laughs> that's Attack on Titan. <laughs> it's something like that. Uh, it's uh, since they since they started the attack on Kaido. You know, they kind of went their separate ways. They all finally clicked back up. So now, yeah, they they gave everybody their own fucking intro and shit. They bound in and everything. What they looked like when they was a kid, when they first joined the Straw Hats, and what they look like now. Onigashima. Yeah. So I thought that was all pretty dope. They showed everybody as a kid when they was young. They showed everybody when they first joined the Straw Hats. And then they showed everybody what they look like now. And it was it was dope. They had the music playing and shit in the background. It was it was pretty it was pretty fucking dope. With that Wano art style too? Yeah, with the Wano art style. So it looked good. It was dope. Sound like they put their foot into it. Yeah. So would you say it was a ten out of ten episode? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Part of me kind of was like thinking that some other big grandiose shit was gonna happen. Nah. But once mm. the episode ended, and I really like, I reflected on it. I was like, damn, I really watched all one thousand of these fucking episodes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like to to get from where I started at to I'm still currently watching where I'm at now and seeing the characters what they used to look like, seeing that intro at the beginning with the with the character models how they are now. I was like, I like this. This was nice. Yeah, it's a pretty substantial feeling, like, regardless of of at what point when you got into One yeah. Piece, because, you know, regardless, you you didn't took the journey. Whether you skipped the filler or not, you didn't watch over 900 fucking exactly. episodes of this series. If I am mistaken, I, I think I have watched the filler. The only thing I haven't watched was, like, the movies, but mm-hmm. I've watched them every episode. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is pretty satisfying, you know, to get to this point and for them to put... The stuff in the episode that they put in, uh, I like. I like this. 
should expect nothing less yeah. from the greatest shonen of all time. I don't know if this is going to be any anybody else's favorite, but one of my favorite things for One Piece from one of the straw hat characters is the shit from Sanji when he left the Baratier and he got down mm-hmm. and bowed to, to, to Zeph. I really liked that episode. That was pretty I really good. liked that. It's like, I feel like every straw hat kind of has that moment. Like, of course, Zoro, when he lost to, to uh, Mihawk and he put the sword up and was like, he's not going to ever lose again. That I like that scene, the shit with Nami when she was crying and Luffy put the fucking hat on. Like, every character has their moment where it's like, okay, this is kind of when you truly became like a straw hat, I guess. Like, when you finally. Yeah. And they kind of showed all those moments when they were showing each character their progression and shit. And I thought that shit was dope as hell. One of the scenes that gave me chills too, when it first when I first seen it, was the scene when Robin when they uh went to Ennis Lobby uh-huh. and uh, was it yeah Ennis Lobby and she was like she want to live and shit that shit was dope and they showed you yeah know, they showed that shit it's different than Doug yeah when they showed that shit that flashback I was like I remember how I felt when I first seen that shit and it's like for everybody when they showed the scenes with certain characters I was like I can remember exactly how I felt when I first seen that shit so I thought like I said at first when I first seen it first seen the episode at first I thought what was going to happen but in hindsight when i got to reflect on it i was like this was perfect like this is exactly what you still left pretty satisfied yeah i like this is this is what it needed to be all right glad you enjoyed it yeah i really wish i could uh experience that bit too yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, you know i get the sentiment was chapter 1001 piece came out earlier this year on the 4th of january Mm mm-hmm so it's it's kind of great to see that, you know, not line up exactly, but within the same year, 1,000 chapters of One Piece, 1,000 episodes within the same year. Yeah. It's been publishing since 1997. How, how long is that at this point? 24 years. And that's uh, 22 of the anime, I think. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. That's my I life. It's like- <laughs> that's my lifespan, my nigga. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the 24 years right in One Piece. It's like I... I want it to end, but I don't want it to end at the same time. I don't. You know? it's, it's crazy that I don't want it to end. I, I don't know. It's like, I know, like you say, the story needs to end, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I think about the ending, it's like, damn, I don't think I'm ready for it to end because it's, it's good. No, I understand you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so good. But a story on a grand scale like this, I would like to see a proper conclusion to it that doesn't end too soon, but at the same time, just like, goes out organically yeah not like a lot of other battles shown in that we see like oh you kind of you kind of rushed it yeah like <laughs> you kind of sprinted at the end i don't want that yeah i don't want the end to be like just sped through rushed i want it to just be a slow burn just we know the ending is coming but i don't want it to just be up oh, mm-hmm. it's the end bro oh yeah and the, and the ending is like way far off as far as manga i think older said like a year ago that he wanted to end it in like four to five years, which is cap. <laughs> That's a cap ass statement because do not trust him when it comes to t- timing of the shit that he wants to release. I'm thinking at least 2025, at most 2030. Okay. No way the story goes beyond 2030. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Interesting. That's what, nine nine years from now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, that's That's... That's pretty long. That's what's going on with a lot of Shonen Jump stories, though. Like, the end is near. They uh, 
you could tell from reading my hero like it's in the it's in the last act right now but like the end isn't super near you know Mm -hmm. it's happening with dr stone dr stone is in this last arc jujutsu kaisen gege agutami he said he wanted to end that bit in like two to three years which if it goes out on a high note could literally be one of the goats yeah so like a lot of the top brass of you know weekly shonen jump is going to be gone before the end of the decade most likely that's crazy I'm pretty sure some more shit can be coming out, you know. But hey, at least we got Black Clover to hold it down. <laughs> I, I think some more some more shit probably gonna end up coming out. And it, you know, when this Hope. this era of anime starts heading out, they probably got some new shit coming out. Yeah, and even even I'm just talking about manga, the anime. It's gonna it's gonna easily play out for the next decade. Yeah, and definitely. beyond that, definitely. Yeah. As far as like, what's the next next generation? Who the fuck knows? Hmm. And I know, you know, shit can change at the drop of a hat. A new series can come around the corner yeah. and just blow the fuck up. And maybe there's something publishing right now that we just don't know about and it's going to get hella traction. Like, a lot of people in the anime community, they didn't know what the fuck Tokyo Revengers was going to be. I didn't know what was going on there and that shit was a hit. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how far, far that's going to go, how long it's going to run. I think it's, it's still currently running right now, so I don't know where the story is at. Hmm. Oh, yeah. All in all, congratulations. Yep. 1,000. For 1,000 episodes. I think the 15th longest running anime of all time. And with that, there was an announcement for a One Piece film. Mm-hmm. Red. Did you see about that? I didn't. Oh, shit. One Piece Red is the upcoming 15th One Piece movie set to be released in August of 2022. H. Oda will serve as a general producer and supervisor for the film. As revealed by the first teaser trailer, the plot will involve Shanks, whose signature scar can be seen on the D in the film's title logo. Additionally, a new female character will appear in the film, which Oda noted to be a departure from the older male characters that starred as the villains in the in four of the last five films. The teaser poster depicts the woman, who seems to be a Sky Island resident. And that's basically all we know. Everything else is just mere speculation at this point. So, but all One Piece movies, they're not, like, canon. Or they, like, just standalone uh, movies? Yeah, not canon. Uh, who the fuck is that one canon character, though? Shiki? Oh, yeah, yeah, he canon. That character. That character is canon, but the events of that movie are not. Wasn't he, like, uh, Gold Roger and, like, Whitebeard? Like, he was up there with them, like, they rivals and shit? Yep, op. Yeah. A Shanks-centered film would be very interesting. Yeah, I wonder how is it gonna. It gotta be Shanks. Like, I wonder if it's pre, you know, East Blue when he lost his arm, or is it after that? Is it while he's a a um a Yonko or before? Hmm. I imagine it's gonna be pretty good. Like, I think it's gonna be pretty good. Oh yeah, for sure. Older, you know, he has his hands on the wheel on this one. <laughs> yeah, just to actually see them. So we kind of can have an idea of what they're actually capable of, because we still have the only mo- the only moment we've seen Shanks do anything is when he stopped um white um, beard yeah white beard and split the clouds and when he pulled up to the war and basically shut that bitch oh, down right <laughs> he basically stopped that bitch I don't know that and supposedly really then he stopped he stopped Kaido I mean we don't really know what happened <laughs> we still argue about that shit to this day we don't know what happened supposedly we don't he know pulled if they up fought, it was or like, whether they chopped it up. Yeah, 
Frozer, he intercepted Kaido and was like, get the fuck away from her. Let's go back home. <laughs> That's like the extent of what we know. Yeah. Bruh, Shanks is, because he's a character we don't know much about, how much can you just casually reveal in in this movie about him? I think uh, they might probably answer, uh, I feel like they're going to answer a lot of questions that fans might have regarding Shanks. But let, let me ask you this. You would rather see that in a film that may or may not be non-canon as opposed to seeing it in series? I think what they or you or, or you don't care where you get it. I feel like we're not really gonna get too much like revealed on Shanks in the series. I think that's probably okay. why he's coming out with the movie like this. So I think anything regarding Nah, I, don't, summer, I can't agree with that. I think with some of the shit that's regarding Shanks, like time between him leaving the the Gold Roger Pirates and becoming his own shit, it's, it's gonna be kind of talked about a little bit more. Like we don't really need that in a in the series. Some of the information we don't really need to get that in a series. But like, nah, we need the Shanks backstory, dude. We got a backstory with a dude who had a nut on his head. <laughs> I saw, if we don't get the Shanks backstory by the end of this series, I'm gonna be tight. I ain't gonna lie. What you want to know, like who his parents and shit is? Like how how did you become a pirate? How did you get on Go Roger ship? They it's might go into that in the movie. Hmm. <laughs> they, that might be what they do. I, That's I what I said. They might like, not. No. You know how they were doing the uh, the Odin flashback? Yeah. And how they kind of did it in conjunction with Roger's story? Yep. I think it would be interesting for them to do that with Shanks, but what he's been doing for the entire series. That would be crazy. Just like <laughs> while Luffy's out here running amok during this event, this event, and that event while the world is shifting, Shanks is just like handling a lot of shit, <laughs> and we're just seeing everything from his perspective. That would be interesting to see. That would be good. They could do like like you said what they did with Odin and Go Raja and have a whole a couple of episodes just focused on the events from what what point you want to pick up from. And from when Mihawk ran into him from that yeah. point to where we at now. Mm-hmm. Just see everything. Yeah. And kind of get into, you know, what's his connection, spoiler, I guess. His connection with the not the celestial dragons, but the uh the five elder stars. Yeah. You know, where did that come from? Like, how, how did that conversation... Well, I guess it would be comfortable chopping it up. With Maybe him. Shanks like uh, Doflamingo. Maybe he was royalty. He knows some shit that he shouldn't know. Yeah. Maybe he like... uh, Well, no. Can't say that. Because Sabo people weren't that high up. They were still aristocrats. Right? Yeah, but they wouldn't like what Doflamingo people was at. Sure. Oh, yeah. They were literally celestial dragons. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's different. Who knows? Maybe Shanks does... That would be kind of crazy. Like, you were on the King of the Pirate ship and you were a royalty? Was, his family was Celestial Dragons. So that's why, because I'm, I'm, I'm probably remembering wrong. I don't know. Did Shanks pull up to the, um, whatchamacallit, was like, they got to questions the or whatever? Yeah. Um, I don't think he was there at the time. Right? I could have sworn was he pulled up and they had the whole system. was like, he got a questions or some shit like that. He wants to talk about a certain pirate. Yeah. I don't remember when that certain event happened. It was either at the Reverie or when was he looking at Luffy's poster? Like he, when he was sitting on that rock. Do you remember that one? You remember that scene? When he was sitting on the rock and he was looking at Luffy's poster? Or he was looking at some headline in the newspaper about Luffy. No, nah, I don't remember that. Hmm. Somebody will remember. Was he at the Reverie? Because I thought that's where we got the whole Eam reveal. That's what I'm saying. I could have swore he was there. Hmm. He probably wasn't. I just don't remember. And he was like. Because thinking about it, where, when else would he be, I guess, during like that intermission in the Wano act? Is that when it happened? Yeah. 
I think it was during that, that part when the shit with, with Sabo and all that shit happened. When they were showing all the different kingdoms and some of the people that Luffy came across and the people from uh, Alabasta and all that shit when they, yeah, when they all linked oh up. Oh my God. We never went into death about that shit. Think, that shit was crazy. I think that whole that whole point that around that same time that's when Shanks pulled up and it was like oh shit what the fuck Shanks doing here he has his ways cause it's like that's what made me think that his background comes from shit like from Celestial Jackets it was like how else would he be able to just pull up that casually by himself Ooh. but I don't know it could yeah, be he's, a, he's an interesting guy man <laughs> the most interesting man in the world oh man I feel like we can go on for One Piece for Oh yeah, definitely. Ever. Definitely. Oh yeah, so I would love to see the film though. Yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty good. I wouldn't mind seeing some shit about Shanks. How does Shanks tie into this? How do yeah. how do the sky peans tie tie into this? What will be revealed? Will the straw hats have an involvement? Who the fuck knows? Maybe we'll figure out when they drop it. Probably go up there to see the, the fucking poneglyph. Ooh. Where the fuck is that last poneglyph? I don't know. Did they find it yet? I don't think so. That bitch is chilling on the main island. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even on Onigashima. I know you were really excited for this news. The Naruto and Fortnite collab. Yeah, no, I was not. I didn't really care. What you, what you mean? What do you mean? I don't really play Fortnite. Yes, you do. I play. I For- saw you running Fortnite the other week. Don't lie. <laughs> well, I seen, why would I lie? I seen I played Fortnite for all of maybe like three matches when it first like started blowing up, and that was it. I haven't played it since then. I don't even know what's going on in the like. I heard about the, the Naruto shit, and it looked good. You know, seeing Naruto character my shit, it looked good, but <laughs> it kind of looks weird. I don't really. All these characters kind of carrying guns. Yeah, that's what it looked. Yeah, that looked crazy. <laughs> like, like I understand, it's just, it's just the skin, but it it kind of look kind of look funny, you know. Yeah. So I mean. I mean, I guess it's good to get exposure for Naruto, but... Yeah, get that bag, situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm not out here. I ain't, I haven't played it or nothing like that. I've watched the little trailer for it, and I watched, like, somebody somebody did some kind of weird shit. I don't know. They were eating, like, ramen or whatever. Oh, you I, mean that trailer? Yeah, that was it. So, I feel like that's good enough. But, yeah, I'm not out here playing Fortnite. I'm not about to get on Fortnite just to play with the skin. Pause. They had a Spider-Man trailer that dropped. I don't know if you've seen that bit or not. The most recent one with the... Uh, um, yes, that one. <laughs> yeah, I seen it. The one that got 6 million views in like an hour. <laughs> yeah, I seen it. Was it was it 6 million or was it 2 million? I ain't look at millions. the numbers. I just looked at the trailer. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Nah, I got to that bit like 30 minutes late and I was like, well, <laughs> people was waiting on this shit. Yeah, they must have knew beforehand because I didn't. I think I, think I seen... I think there was a uh, lead up to it. I think I seen somebody... Like post a snippet on Instagram and I'm like, oh, not better watch this. Go straight to YouTube. I went straight to YouTube and looked it up. Oh yeah, December seventeenth. That's when it dropped. How you feeling about it, man? It look good. I see people dissecting that bitch though. <laughs> Talking about I will the, not be watching those videos. Yeah, I, I, like they not dissecting in terms of spoilers, but like you know everybody ex- what everybody expecting to see in this movie. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like this. Oh, this is a, this is a reference to this thing that happened in the comics. Ah, uh, it's more of um, just for who people expecting to see in the movie and scenes that they can be in and shit like that. Yeah, I'm noticing uh, Andrew Garfield. He's showing up in a lot of press runs yep, yep, lately. Yep, yep, yep. I noticed that too. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Spoiler? I'm like, I'm like, okay, I, it'll be. Well, to be fair, to be fair. I think he just had a movie that just came out. 
Was it a movie or was it like a play or some shit he doing? It was a movie. Okay. Um, I don't remember where it came out though. It might be on Netflix. But uh, yeah, it'll be convenient timing. It'll be one thing for sure if we see anything about Tobey Maguire. It'll be like okay, yeah, that, that's okay. another thing though. People people are pointing out, yo, we don't know what's up with him. Yeah, he hasn't done anything for press, no interviews, no shit like that. We ain't even seen oh, this maybe dude. Marvel was just really good and and like hey, keeping that shit under yeah, wraps. Exactly. Like, hey, don't say shit. Don't move any differently from how you already been moving. So they're looking at Andrew Garfield like, hey, you already got this movie coming out. You already on your press run, yep. promo tour type but shit. When, right, I, when I first get out seen there. that video, I think he was on like uh, the Late Show or whatever, and I was like, what the fuck you doing on the Late Show? <laughs> but I didn't know he had a movie. He was talking about. A, I thought he was talking about some some play or some shit. But um. I didn't know he had shit coming out, so it just was weird to see him on a fucking show, and it's like, so does this mean that you you go be in this movie, or what? But oh yeah, I think it's just you know convenient timing. Yeah. So what you think? Conven- you think they're gonna be in a movie? Oh yeah, for sure. The actual contents of the trailer, I like how it really is mixing. You know what's great about these recent Spider-Man movies, also adding that element of. What I liked about the Doctor Strange movies, that sort of trippiness factor to it. Man, the scene when they was on a fucking train. But if you look in the background and you could see like the train, like, I mean, the city like coming out of the fucking like canyon type shit and a bit flipped up. So I'm like, Jesus, this shit crazy. Oh, oh yeah. Until they really get into their visual effects back with this one. Yeah. I wonder what the uh, fuck he talking about when he's like, I can't stop it. I can't stop him or whatever at the end of the trailer. I. I don't know. I wonder what he's talking about right there. I hope it's something bad, but I don't think it's something bad. What if it's setting up the implications for his movie? Mm, I think the implications are pretty much set. With Wanda and shit, what she did, or from what Loki? No, with Loki and what he did. Yeah. I think. Uh, I, I think I, all well, of this I guess shit a mixture is like, of all that. Yeah, I think it got to be like all of it. Like from both shows, it's like damn. It's crazy how the Winter Soldier is just did like <laughs> along with the same shit as like WandaVision and Loki. What you mean? Like. Uh, I say Winter Soldier. I mean Captain America, the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh. How it's not on the same. Like it wasn't on the same type of shit as Loki and WandaVision. Like have this. I mean there there's you know a little bit of impact, but we talking about like grand impact, like Loki impact on the entire cinematic Everything. universe. Yeah. Is crazy. <laughs> and Wanda's is somewhere like in between. Right. Like and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was kind of just. Like it had some things. Like it, it really just showed, I guess, the evolution of Falcon and Bucky, mm-hmm. and some like, I guess, I don't know if I want to say it, but like, like ground level type shit in the MCU. Oh yeah, it was like one of like the most the, grounded things we've seen in Marvel in a minute. Yeah, it's not on this big grandiose universal multiverse type shit. It's just on some regular shit that's going on on the ground level. Yeah, and that's what Hawkeye is like a way more grounded version of that, right? Yeah. From what you were describing. Yeah. So far, they're not even talking about anything dealing with multiversal type shit. I don't even know. They even referenced the blimp in the shit. The blip. I don't know. They even talked about that. Whole fucking scroll just pop out. That should be crazy. That's how you set up that Samuel Jackson series. What's it called? Secret Innovation? Yep. God, Marvel has so much shit in the pipeline. (laughs) I mean, Marvel, if you want to throw charlie cox in there as well i mean that's what i'm saying i mean you You already but you you in new york already i mean exactly hell's kitchen like right around the corner i mean (laughs) (laughs) so i think he did an excellent job too as daredevil bro jamie fox looks so good in that movie in that trailer yeah 
He did. Getting the fucking Green Goblin. The I'm surprised how they're not showing too, too much of, of the Green Goblin. I'm surprised. They ain't showing a lot. Like, they showing a lot more of Doc Ock and um, Electro than they showing. Got a monologue. Of, of, it was in the background, though. Like, I mean, like, on screen. Like, the most they showing is Doc Ock. They're not showing too much of the Lizard. They're not showing too much of of uh, a Green Goblin. Is there more? <laughs> So, I mean, you got Sandman, but they showing him a good little bit. They're not showing him, like, without being in that sand form and shit. They're not showing Lizard being in his human form or whatever. Did he ever go back into human form? Or was he always, once he went into the Lizard shit, he was always a Lizard shit? I don't uh, really remember the Amazing Spider-Man. He always a Lizard. Okay. I, I don't remember it either. So, I mean, I think it's, I don't know if it's by on purpose. I'm pretty sure it is. Or if it's just the way the movie going to be, with it, they not going to be in the movie too much. It may be a factor. I can also see them holding out on the other Spider-Man until like the the final act of the movie. Most likely. Some people were saying parts of the trailer saying like Peter was talking to the other Spider-Man and not who you th- how, who they trying to make it seem like he talking to. Yeah. One thing everybody got to remember and should know by now, the trailers lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Marvel Studios. Yeah. It could be early on. It could be dead ass at the end <laughs> when they when they pull up. It could be just some random ass scene where they pull up and you're not expecting them to show up at all and then they just show up. Do you think they both going to show up at the same time or one at a time? I could see them showing up one at a time. A lot oh, of people saying they should, they should recreate that meme. <laughs> I'll just... The oh, they looking at each other pointing at, at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd yeah. be funny as shit. Oh, do they just pull up with their villain? I doubt that though. Because that mean Maybe they pull up talking about some, hey, I was fighting old dude. And that's why Doc Ock is like, hello, Peter. And like all that. Because he was in the middle of fighting Spider-Man. Or maybe or he was on his way to pull up to him. So <laughs> he was on his way to pull up. And then boom. So anyway, hyped for the Spider-Man. Yeah. Now that I know for sure I want to see in theaters. I might still go see Eternals when I can. If it's still in theaters. Uh, I think the, you know, with. Spider-Man coming up, the theatrical run should be ending soon. Even then, I don't know because Black Panther was still out when fucking Infinity War came out. It was still that in is true, but you know rollouts are kind of working out of weird now. You know, Eternals is in its theatrical run, but um, Shang Chi was on Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't know. do you have to pay? For, do you have to pay for Shang Chi? No, or is it like it's free to stream? Okay, it was free streaming because they pulled that bullshit with a uh, Black Widow. But that's because it came out though, huh? It came out on Disney Plus. Uh, it was supposed to. It came yeah. out on Disney Plus, and it came out in theaters. Absolutely insane. Uh, yeah, that was the Spider-Man trailer. Shoutouts. I would usually get these shoutouts off at the beginning. Omar, you know Omar, Bromar. Yes. I got a question for y'all. He left this comment on IG. I got a question for y'all on the next episode. Who's y'all favorite clever protagonist? Like the homie who outthinks people. Like Joseph Joestar shit. I like how you reminded me of Joseph Joestar. It's not like I completely forgot him, but I haven't seen JoJo's part two in a minute. He's definitely up there. He's like top five for me. But if I had to say one clever character in particular, it's Senku from Dr. Stone. Yeah, that's who I was going to mind is just... <laughs> Because mine is just on another level. Yeah, I have to say the same. It goes Senku. I don't remember who's my number two, and I I know my number three is uh Shikamaru. Shikamaru, yeah, Shikamaru yeah. is good. But what did he say? Protagonist? Like, does it have to be I the know, main character? But, yeah, because I figure like most people are gonna say like the dude from Death Note Light. I feel like yeah, that's my say. number two. 
Yeah. Light is my number two. Yeah. I feel a lot of people was going to say, oh. Kakashi, not bad. Kakashi, pretty clever. He is clever. Uh, I don't know why my mind is just keep going to fucking Naruto characters. Deku is pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah, I keep taking the fucking uh, Naruto characters. Why? Because it got a lot of people that I would consider clever in Naruto. Like, I think Itachi pretty clever. This man has a plan for fucking uh, Sasuke, like, throughout the whole series. Oop, not a protagonist, though. Exactly. If I had to give my sixth man, Armin. Not a protagonist. Cause I was going to say if you could think maybe from what where. What are you talking about? We talking about he's a protagonist. He not. I was gonna say you. You could, literally you could, said Kakashi. You could, you could cop please for um for uh fuck how am I forgetting his name? Aaron, like from where he at now, like how he think about shit now in the series. Maybe not at the beginning. A protagonist is the leading character or one of the major characters in a drama, movie, novel, or other fictional text. I would describe Armin as one of the major characters in Attack on Titan. Yeah, Aaron is pretty pretty clever. Yeah. Season one through three, Aaron, uh, the man was just kind of following orders. Yeah, at the beginning, that's what I'm saying. Like, where we at now, more so versus at the beginning. I know a lot of people like to gas up the dude from Code Geass. I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that either. Who else? It's not a lot of people that I would just tag on clever. And I watch just like 50 niggas that we just not remember right now. <laughs> I'm trying to go through every anime in my head and trying to think of the protagonist. Yeah, all four of them. <laughs> I've seen more. I just I can't think of nobody really. Thank you, Omar, for your question. And now it's time for our favorite segment. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not even done with the shoutouts. It was a shout out to somebody else I wanted to give to uh, Jordan Golden on Instagram. He left a uh, pretty good message for us in the DMs, expressing his support. And I go lie, when I read it, like I was uh I was pretty exhausted from editing shit, you know, thinking about what the next moves were gonna be for the podcast. And I was feeling pretty. I wasn't really motivated, you know, before I read that message, and that shit actually motivated me. Yeah. So, Jordan. Shout out to you for leaving a pretty good message for us. All right. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. You already know what it is, man. Can you guess? No, I can't. It's the Yemo 47 Variety Hour. That's what, that's what it is. Yemo 47. They left a steaming comment <laughs> on, the, on the previous episode. <laughs> you know, I got to get into it. Ahem. Oh, no, I ain't put my throat into it. Pause. This nigga here, bro. <laughs> Did I say something funny? Lord. Nah, mm, bro, you good. Mm, mm. <laughs> Yamo 47 says, another great episode, y'all. And it's fine you guys didn't get the Sunny Boy yet. To be honest, I haven't even finished the last episode. LOL. And Yu-Gi-Oh! is definitely one of those, liked it as a kid, found it funny as an adult type of shows. I wouldn't watch it today. And that's kind of unfortunate to hear, man. Because I've, I've been wanting to get into Yu-Gi-Oh! a little bit. Uh, Whether it's reading the manga or watching the anime. It always just kind of interested me. You know, the whole the card aspect of it. And the fact that it's a anime or manga that you can actually, you know, play. Yeah. Yourself. I thought it was. I, I, I thought it would be dope just to see. Because maybe he could be the, uh, he, the... I don't know what the main character from Yu-Gi-Oh! name. I don't know if it's, it's his name Yu-Gi-Oh! Or it's the Yu-Gi-Oh. game play that they play as Yu-Gi-Oh! No, his name is Yugi, I think. So the main character name is Yugi. Yeah. So maybe he is a clever character, <laughs> and we just don't know because we never seen the show. I think he cheats. <laughs> I think he's a cheater. <laughs> when I was looking at uh, clips for the Yu-Gi-Oh video I did, yeah, one of the results was ten times in Yu-Gi-Oh where Yugi cheated. 
I was like, damn. Maybe he just got some powers or shit. Because I, I remember seeing that he could, like he transformed or some shit like that into some. Oh yeah. Some Yami. Yeah. So so I was like, maybe they consider that cheating. But I don't know. But I think there's some funny business going on in the Yu Gi Oh verse. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. That's what made me want to watch because I seen that he transforms and shit like that. But maybe he's considered clever, and we just don't know because we haven't watched maybe. the show. Or he's a filthy cheater. <laughs> so, questions of the week. Oh, shit. My man Performs came with the, the questions. Band hand rub. <laughs> Do you guys find your opinion swayed by public reception or reviews on a certain show, movie, or game? For example, for certain shows, I believe that hype can ruin it for me because it sets up an unrealistic expectation. Tower of God was a huge letdown for me, despite having all the hype. Your take, sir. Um, does my opinion get swayed? Do you guys find your opinion swayed by public reception or reviews on a certain show, movie, or game? I mean, it, it can happen. I try my hardest not to let it happen. I try to go into things with my own, like, perception. It's hard not to, though, in the, in the, the world we live in with social media and shit. It's hard not to. Absolutely. <laughs> but I try my hardest not to let my opinion be swayed on shit. Now, especially after I watch something... Nah, but however mm-hmm. I feel about it is how I feel about it. I ain't gonna like change my view or my view get changed because of what the majority of people say. Beforehand my, beforehand it can happen sometimes, but I try my hardest not to let it happen. That is my exact same sentiment because if I went by public opinion, I would be saying I would be out here saying that Demon Slayer is fucking overrated garbage. Yeah. When really it's, it's, it's at least in my opinion, it's straight. Yeah, it's not it's, it's not pretty bad. good. Yeah, it ain't bad at all. So let's get more into to go an extra layer deep into it, I think not really public reception, but I think it's important to be open up to different perspectives regarding art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not being so shallow and closed minded. Obviously, inform um having your own opinion at the end of the day is important. Yeah. But hearing a different perspective on something that you like or don't like, it can make you feel differently about it. Yeah. It can fuck around and flip your opinion. Like. It, I, it, a, it can make you see deeper into something that maybe you thought was pretty fucking shallow. That's what that's what I was saying. Like, okay, for instance, when we was talking about how's uh, moving castle and mm-hmm. certain things, I said you said you didn't really pick up on like that. Absolutely. So it's like in that instance, okay, I, I see what you mean. Like after I watch it with things like that, I was talking about like maybe the, my whole my overall feeling about it. Like if I watch it and I might be like, oh, this show is good, and then after. I see other people saying that, that it's trash, and I'd be like, man, that shit was trash. You know, nah, my, my, my view ain't gonna change that drastically. You know, it's not gonna be like that. Yeah, because that. You're, the feelings that you felt while you were watching it, it's not gonna go away just like that. Yeah, so. Of course, you could you could see other people's opinions and be like, mm, okay, they kind of got a point, but, I, you know, I still kind of fuck with it. Yeah. That's how I kind of am. Like, they, in their, in Yemo 47's example, they brought up Tower of God. I know you didn't watch it, but it was one of those uh anime from shit was that last year or 2019 i dead ass don't remember like when did uh the god of high school come out that came out last year didn't it was did it, it? no it might have came out a year before it came out a year before last okay so there was a whole rollout that crunchyroll was doing that they were producing anime from webtoons it was a god of high school tower of god and noblesse okay. and obviously what happened with the God of High School happened with the God of High School. You know, that that's a topic in and of itself. The Tower of God specifically, I didn't really felt, feel that let down because I didn't really see what was happening in the anime circles. Like, people kind of hyping it up. 
beforehand. I kind of just picked up on it randomly. And when I watched it, I thought, okay, this is really, really good. So, yeah, that that is another factor of it. Like, if people are, you know, hyping up a certain series. And I feel like that's something that we all kind of do subconsciously. Like, I can see how, you know, like a lot of people saying that they really like something can really mess over somebody's expectations for it yeah because when you're on the outside looking in you think oh shit if a, a lot of people fuck with this this gotta be some like people gonna think it's gonna follow through just like invincible mm-hmm. and you know obviously adding the fact that, that not everything is gonna be for everybody yeah uh sometimes like you know, hype doesn't equate the quality all the time mm-hmm. it's like when uh i guess you kind of with the hype and everything like when bird box first came out and everybody was like mm-hmm. hyping up Bird Box, and it was a pretty good movie. But I didn't think it was like amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was straight, but yeah, it wasn't like, like warrant. If we had to attack, <laughs> we had to attack that specific statement on because a lot of people hyped it up. Yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, and we gotta go into that. It's kind of overrated. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to go into that bag. I just want to go in, watch the shit, and talk about it right. or whatever. Without, you know, hype not being a factor. Without a lot of people liking something and praising it being a factor. Because in all, all honesty, a lot of a lot of that shit that people hype up, it's not the S-tier shit. Nah. It's all right. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's watchable. It's good, yeah. It's, it's, it's in that watchable, good. It's not like, it's not trash. It's in that, it's in that area where the consensus is most people would, would watch it. It's not like you're gonna walk away from watching it and being like, "Man, that shit was terrible." Nah, it's it's a good it's a good watch, but it's not has, amazing though. Has that ever happened to you before with a game? Like a game was hyped up and then played and it's just terrible. No, not terrible, but it it was all right. It was passable. It was straight. Um, I feel like we need to hear if, more about the flops. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's more of the flops. Like if anybody played the game called The Outer Worlds, that game was I don't know what that was is. was. It's like the people who created the original Fallout made this game, and it's pretty good. I I really like it. I don't think it's amazing, but it's mm-hmm. it's good though. Like the where the newer Fallout's fail, I think this game is like if you if you play the new Fallout's and you like the way Fallout is, but you just don't like how the new Fallout's are are like like how buggy and shit they can be and all that kind of stuff. Then the Outer Worlds is kind of like where you where you can go, because I really like the Outer Worlds, like, and I don't really play Fallout like that, but it was on Game Pass, and I was like, let me get this shit a try, and I actually really enjoyed it. So I think you got games where the hype can be there, and they can be warranted because they they good games, or the hype might be there and it's like it's terrible, you know, because like for instance, a game called Anthem, I was hyped as fuck for Anthem. When I first seen the trailers mm-hmm. for it. And then when Anthem came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like You wouldn't rock or with it. Nah. Like I I completed the campaign and then there was nothing after that. But even even before the campaign, the game was like hella buggy, like and shit, laggy, and they didn't really have no content for the end game. When you beat the story, there was nothing to do. And they sp- How long was it? How how long ago was it? Or how long was the campaign? Yeah, how long no, how long was the gameplay? Man, the the campaign, I don't know how many hours it was. Like you can you can finish it though in a in a day. Like it wasn't that long. But I I finished it and was like it had and it had its moments with a story in the story where it was like, Okay, that's pretty dope, you know what I'm saying? But after that it was it was shit. Like 
with shit to do. Not nothing to keep you playing. Like in Destiny, Destiny Two and shit, how you have like the different expansion packs and you might have the fucking uh I forgot what they call. Is it faults? This is what they call I forgot what it's called, but you got different things that can keep you playing after the fact that you might have these these levels where it's like you get to this final boss at the end and shit. They ain't really had shit like that. They had like maybe one or two, but they wouldn't nowhere near on the levels like Destiny was. It was just hella disappointing. And this game was supposed to be like another Destiny in a way. And it was nowhere near as good as this. In the gaming space, I feel like it's more close to um, either you get hyped up and it delivers or I get hyped up and it's ass. (laughs) Cyberpunk. Yeah. GTA re-release. It's like, it's hard level that in between where it it comes out and it's, oh, it's straight. It's good. To cap off, you know, that question. Yes and no. (laughs) At the end of the day, no. But I definitely understand the feeling though, as we have laid out. And... Yemo has one more question for us. Okay. And here it is. Do you think that binge culture has affected the way you guys enjoy shows? I feel like watching a show week to week gave me more of an appreciation for it because I have to sit down and reflect on what I saw. This is something I don't really do when binging a show. Although there are a ton of shows that I can never watch weekly today. Naruto's tuning exams were 47 episodes. To answer your question, absolutely. What say you? I think so. Like, like he said, like when we, we, younger and we first started watching anime, and it was week to week, we had to wait for it to come on. Like I said, it kind of, it was. I, I really did like the feeling of reflecting and the anticipation, waiting mm-hmm. for the next thing. Like that, even besides the episode itself, the anticipation, waiting for the next episode was was enjoyable. You know. Like you, and there's still anticipation today. Yeah, but it's like with the ones that you can binge, especially like fans. Oh yeah, when you could just wait it all out and then yeah, like a perfect example for me with One Piece. I binged all of One Piece from the beginning all the way up until um, the time skip when they went to um, Fishman Island. I -hmm. I was able to binge to to binge all the way up to that point. If I would have had to wait for that, like people who had started watching One Piece when they was younger. If I had to wait, it would have been crazy. I can't even imagine having to wait for it because I didn't have to. Like, with me, I was watching, I think I watched the Dragon Ball shit week to week. So, I. You're talking about Super? Nah, the, uh, the, the, like the, um, Planet Namek shit. Oh. So, right. having to, to think about, okay, this next episode, what could happen? What was going to happen on the next episode? And seeing Goku transformation for the first time and all that shit, I think it does stay with you longer. It can stay with you longer and have a bigger mm-hmm. effect on you when you waiting for a week to week versus being able to just binge through it. A- another area where I think it affect me is like, for instance, when we do this and we talking about the different anime, I could remember things better in like Dragon Ball than I could remember in some of the newer things I watch because I was able to have the episodes marinate <laughs> because you know. With with benches shit and being able to switch between different anime back to back, it's harder to keep track of everything that I see because I'm mm. watching so much back to back. Another thing I want to bring up: not every anime is or just show in general is worth watching week to week. Yeah, I gotta put that yeah. out there now. Yeah, like what if you're watching somewhat of an older show? Like what if you're watching Bleach? Like hmm. and it has got dog shit pacing in the anime. Yeah, so and yeah, the of course, and shit he, too. binge culture has definitely affected the way I enjoy shows because mm-hmm. there's some shows that I would rather watch week to week that are already all out there. Mm-hmm. But I know, fuck, 
if I watch this show in full, I'm not going to appreciate it as much as I do. One of the shows last year that I was watching week to week at first and I was like, fuck, I just broke. I just kept reading it. It was not reading it, watching it. It was Dora Hedora. I, I remember the f- uh, first quarter of it pretty well, but everything after that is a blur. I did the same thing with Keep Your Hands Up Ace again. There is a show I've been watching week to week for like the past two years at this point, uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, and I'm, I'm actually surprised that I've, I've been able to be on point with that. Mm-hmm. I watch that bit every Sunday. See, with that show in particular, it kind of makes sense to, if you know what it's about, it's basically about some pop political shit so with the way the world moves in the show it makes it makes all the sense to me to watch it week to week mm-hmm. it's a from from a pacing point of view and it's got some the pacing moves pretty quick so it's not like you gotta wait mad episodes for some shit to happen on some one piece shit right like i can't imagine watching one piece just all this shit in that series play though just week to week type <laughs> shit and to bring up the naruto example you brought up i was there I was in the trenches watching the tuning exams when that bit was on Toonami. Yeah. And the fucking third Okage had a sword through. Was it a sword? And he got a sword through his body for like months. Oh, yeah. I was like, God damn. <laughs> it just took so long. Man. And see, like, I don't, I don't have that effect because I benched it. I benched through the whole, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I have to deal with it. It's not worth watching week to week. Yeah. Some certain shit you gotta binge. The older series, for sure. I don't when I see an older series, um, really it depends. If it's going like too too slow, like I'm gonna binge it. If it's something that like I can appreciate, it, it depends on the show as well. Yu Yu Haka show, that's definitely a week to week type shit. You can appreciate that more if you watch it week to week. Mm-hmm. But uh what else? <laughs> Imagine watching the original Dragon Ball Z week to week, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> No. Yeah. Nah. I'm not even talking about Kai. I'm talking about the, the original. original Dragon Ball. Yeah. You deserve to get spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Z Dang week boy. to week was pretty. It was. It satisfied. I think. Well, it satisfied me. I enjoyed it. But like, I mean, in like the newer anime, I mean, I think like Attack on Titan is good to watch week to week. I mean, you can binge it. Oh yeah. But for I think sure. Attack on Titan is really good to watch week to week, especially how these newer like. We're watching the, the new episodes, like when this yeah, next season come out, I yeah. think it's gonna be pretty good to watch it week to week. You just gotta kind of stay off of social media so people don't spoil it and shit like that. But yeah, I think we we kind of passed the point of not full on Attack on Titan spoilers. The best time to get it in now is like right now. There's only like seventy episodes, yeah. So you can literally watch one episode a night and you could be straight. Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood wouldn't. Be another good week to week. Slice of life anime, you could definitely binge those, but Yeah, definitely. Binge culture, if I wanted to bring that somewhere else, I can bring it with manga. With the Attack on Titan manga, you know I told you I finished that recently. Yeah. I kinda fucked I kinda fucked up. <laughs> what you mean? You know the way the seasons come out, you know, they come out like once every few years. Like the first one was like a four to five year gap mm-hmm. from two to three. That was like what? one to two years something like that and from a three part one to three part two same amount of time yeah. what i usually do with manga is i read a volume which ends up being like if it's a monthly series it's like four chapters for really long ones or if it's a weekly series it's like nine chapters right i just read one volume every week or every other night i don't stack up on the volumes like that with attack on titan nigga i think i read like four volumes in one night <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, it, man it, it's like it's like imagine watching half an Attack on Titan season in like one sitting and you, you didn't have it to like play out week to week. So you can like speculate. Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't be doing this. 
Oh man. Nah, it's really good to do that with with Attack on Titan when you can speculate in between each episode. I like that. Hey, you didn't get that because you. <laughs> oh man. And you know, still with manga, um, it's a lot of series on Shonen Jump that I'm I'm reading week to week. And I'm like, fuck, this story is moving slow as a bitch. Like, it, you're you're compacting a lot of shit in there. But I feel I would feel better about what's happening right now if I would just read this in bundles of nine. But that doesn't work for every series like undead unluck i don't know who's reading that i feel like it's moving kind of slow but each individual chapter is really good but juxtapose that with something like eden zero that's a way better a more satisfying week to week read hmm. so to answer your question uh yes to a certain extent binge culture has effect has affected the way i just consume media in general and a fight thirds to be like hey do i want to binge this don't want to take my time with it. It really is a case-by-case basis with me. Right. And that is me. I think binge culture, like you said, it, it just depends on the series for the most part. And the but individual. Some I people still, don't mind. Like, it like, depends on the series where I watch, I'll binge it or, you know. But I think from how I was back in the day, watching it week to week, you was able to let the episodes kind of marinate more and enjoy it. All right. That's a podcast. That was episode 10. Yemo with the, with the questions to... coming through again. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Yemo for <laughs> carrying the pod once again. <laughs> Yemo, keep coming through and keep coming through in the clutch. We're going to do the season five My Hero discussion, the mm-hmm. uh, anime fights, and the animation highlight. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And that's the episode. Hope y'all all had a splendid listening experience. Y'all not going to hear the part where we were talking about dry hot dogs and nachos. <laughs> That was a whole other discussion. Some people might want to hear about the dry hot dogs <laughs> and the water discussion. <sighs> it's not lukewarm. Think <laughs> it was going in on water, bro. <laughs> Cold.